We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Salute to Knicks Nation, testing one, two, three. CP on the late night check-in, salute to Knicks Nation, hit that thumbs up button for you boys, number one show for the fans, by the fans, late night show, but uh, we come on anyway man, talk Knicks, Knicks news, Knicks rumors, today was day two of media day for Knicks training camp, and today's story was Austin Rivers, Austin Rivers stole the show today with his uh, media day interview, let's take a, a listen to uh, Austin Rivers' interview here. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. All right, let's pull up this Austin Rivers tape here and see what uh, see what Mr. Rivers had to say. I think we're, we're, we're caught in an era where everybody likes riding a, um, a wave um, and people want to go to places and that are already on the rise or go to go to teams and franchises that are doing really well. Um, and people have lost interest in, in going somewhere and making something great again. Um, so I don't understand the opportunity of people. I don't understand someone not wanting to play for a city like New York. I, I just didn't get that. Um, I still don't understand it. Um, so for me, the opportunity was obvious um, to, to, to play like, like, you know, Alec alluded to, in a city that is regarded as the mecca of basketball, with the fans that they have, um, you know, why, why not try to be a part of something, you know, special? You know, everything right now is, is headed in the right direction. You know, from the um, from the hiring of a coach to the hiring of management and, and, and assistant coaches, and uh, you know, the picks that we, that they they drafted and the players that we've we've, we've established this year, you know, we're building. You know what I mean? So I think to be a part of something. Is, is special, you know what I mean? It's easy to go somewhere where everything is already set up and they've been in the playoffs four or five years in a row. I've been on those teams, and those are great experiences, but I, I want to take those experiences and those lessons and help this team and this organization in many ways as possible, and I'm sure Alec feels the same way. So I think just being a part of 
I think that that era of like what you said, of people not wanting to come here, you know, our job is to change that. You know what I mean? And uh, we got to make it attractive, and uh, we will because we have everything else. You got the city of New York. You got the best fans in basketball. You got um, uh, you play the Masters Kirk Garden every night. You got the style of living. You got all of that. So it's our job to as players, you know, because uh, the management and all that they can only do so much. Um, so it's exciting. I wanted to be a part of that. Why not? You know what I mean? So. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for that. It's funny. Uh- All right. So that was Austin Rivers putting his name out there, putting it out there. He said nobody wants to join no bandwagons. He's trying to he's trying to establish the culture. He's trying to come here and be a culture builder. Now, on one hand, you could say, hey, you know, his PR training is top notch. You know what I mean? He's well seasoned. But, uh, you know, on the other hand, you got to like what you hear. He wants to come here and be a culture builder here. Be a difference maker. Make this place a destination again. That's what Austin Rivers wants to do, so why not? You know, and and a lot of the fans loved it. Obviously, he he knew the the right buttons to press. And that's what you want to hear. You want to hear guys that want to be here. And not just for the money, um, but for the opportunity to turn things around. And maybe for Austin Rivers, it's also an opportunity for where he may have an opportunity to start. Maybe he looked at this situation uh, as more opportune for him, you know, an area where maybe he can get some starters minutes over other teams. He did say in the press conference that he had about three or four playoff teams that was interested in him, but he chose to come here. So that makes me think that, yeah, he, maybe they're promising him some additional playing time. Maybe even an opportunity to start. We'll see how it goes. But you got to love where he's coming from. You got to love where he's coming from, man. He's trying to be a leader here. And as he said in the interview, he said this is new territory for him. But he's looking forward to helping the younger guys, being a vet on the team, and being a leader in the locker room. Can't knock it. You can't knock it. I, I had said on this show a while ago, Austin Rivers is a dog. You know, not going to wow you on the stat sheet by any stretch. He did drop 40 in the bubble the other day. Not going to wow you necessarily, but he's a gamer. And you want that. You want guys that are going to play hard, play tough, rise to the to, to the occasion, step their game up when they need to. Yeah, some nights you might hate him, but a lot of nights you're going to love him. You know, some nights you're going to hate him, a lot of nights you're going to love him. One night he might drop five on on on... 5 of 30 shooting. You're going to be like, CP, get this guy out of here. Next night, he's probably going to drop a 40-piece, and you're going to be like, I love him. Let's get him in the lineup with RJ. 35% from three. Around 36% on catch and shoots and pull-ups. You know, I see Rivers as, as a uh, as a backup into an offense guy, but on this team that's lacking so much talent, you just never know. You never know what Tibbs is thinking. One thing's for sure is he's going to play. That's 100%. You could could bank on that. So if you're Dennis Smith Jr., this is a guy who you're going to be looking at across from in practice. You better D up. Frank, same way. And this is a guy that that they're going to have to uh, battle for minutes. So let's see what happens there. And another another thing about Rivers is that, you know, battle tested. Been in the playoffs a number of years in a row with Houston and the Clippers. Been around a lot of vets. Obviously played under his pops. Played under D'Antoni. 
So, you know, Rivers is well coached. He's coming here on the tips. He's going to be an extension of the coach on the floor. And he's going to play hard. That's all you're looking for. He, he's going to play hard. That's it. And so, Austin Rivers making his name known on the first day. Second day. Second day of camp. So, to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP on the late night check-in. Tomorrow night, Alan Hahn. Don't forget... Han Solo, CPJ Ellis, tomorrow night, 9 p.m., Alan Han will be here, and we'll talk a little bit uh, about the training camp, Austin Rivers, you name it. Whatever questions you guys have, leave it in the comment section, leave it in the chat, and we'll get to some fan questions, some fan calls as well for Alan Han. So that was Austin Rivers. Another thing that Rivers said was he talked about, you know, they asked him about um, playing in Houston and the difficulties of building a team. You know, Daryl Morey's gone. Rivers is gone. And now Russell Westbrook is gone. Blockbuster trade going down in the association tonight as Brody is on the move. And it's not to the New York Knicks, folks. It's to the Washington Wizards. They traded him to the Wizards. John Wall and a first-round pick, a protected first-round pick, is going to H-Town in exchange for Russell Westbrook. Supermax for Supermax. 50 mil for 50 mil. The Spider-Man meme has been realized in the NBA. What do you guys think about this trade? They did say the Westbrook market was was, uh, very low. They said the Westbrook market was 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 very low, and it seemed like this was the the most uh, logical trade. But it's it's kind of crazy that they even made it. You know, it's kind of crazy that they even made it. So Westbrook gets to reunite with his old coach Scott Brooks. He gets to pair up with Bradley Beal. I'm kind of interested to see how they play together, and, and see where where the Wizards go from a wall perspective. You know, there was rumored that Wall wanted out of D.C. Then he was asked at their training camp about it and basically said, you know, no comment, no comment, no comment, a.k.a. I want to be traded. And now here we go. Days later, they're traded for each other. Now, a lot of people think that Harden could be gone, but I don't think so. I think Harden and and, and Wall are going to play. And this is probably the last experiment for James Harden. It's not going to work. It was going to be the last experiment for James Harden before he packs his bags and gets out of Dodge or Houston. You know, so it's going to be very interesting. But but if you recall, Wizard, uh, John Wall and, and Harden were balling out in Miami a couple weeks ago. So clearly, James Harden saw what he has in the tank. And you know nothing is going down in H-Town without Harden's approval. So that makes me think that Harden's staying for now, and they're going to try to make this experiment work between Harden and Wall. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, Brody Brody and Beal are kind of intriguing with the Wizards. So the only likely move, the unlikely move, but uh, but kind of likely based on the contracts, it actually happened. Very interesting. Oh, somebody in the ch- Kevin Pryor, salute to Kevin Pryor, said Boogie... Cousins, fan of some of you guys on this show, uh, and John Wall reuniting in Houston. So, all right. 
But I go back to the Rivers interview, and when Rivers was asked about, you know, being in Houston and how hard it is to build, he acknowledged that. He acknowledged the fact that, again, this is a very difficult league to win in. It's a difficult league to build a winner and continue to win. Can't take that for granted. You see now with Harden, they're trying different experiments. Nothing is working. They brought Melo in here. They brought CP3 in here. They brought Westbrook. Now they're all gone. <laughs> There's only one common denominator, man. That's James Harden. And I told you guys when they when they did Melo Greasy that that can't happen without Harden signing off. And one by one, all those guys are gone. Melo, CP3, now Westbrook. There's only one common denominator there. So... We'll see how that works out. But uh, Rockets Rockets are running out of options. That's for sure. The Rockets are definitely running out of options. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP on the late night. And we still got 1,400 rocking. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We only got 200 likes. I'll tell you what. If we get to 1,000, I'm going to give away this Knicks beanie. Brand new with the tags, no Fulton Street knockoffs, no Jamaica Avenue, no Canal Street, uh, you know, B, B samples. No, this is real deal NBA store stuff. It's getting cold out there. You know what I mean? You got to cover, cover, cover your head. And so if we get to a thousand likes, the beanie's going by tonight. 100%. 100%. D Rose in the chat. Salute D Rose. Paul Quick, my guy out in LA. Chilling, hanging out with us. Salute to Paul. How you feeling, brother? All right, we're going to get to the calls in a second. But um, the third topic I want to touch on is my guy Mitch. Because my guy Mitch was a topic of conversation yesterday in regards to Tom Thibodeau's media day session and uh, what he said about Mitch, what he didn't say about Mitch. And so that became a thing. You know, some of you guys called in. My guy Jay from Florida called in. Wondered what that meant. And and the conversation really continued on uh, on social media in terms of is Mitch being snubbed here? Is Tibbs, is Tibbs not so high on Mitch? What's going on? So if we go back to... Tibbs' comment, and salute to uh, Ian Begley. This is Ian Begley's article, SNY. Let me um, just make it a little bit longer here so my people on YouTube can see it. Here's what Tibbs said on Mitch. He said, um, I think he had some really good moments, but I think he's got a long way to go. The work part, the professionalism to continue to grow to impact winning. The work part, the professionalism. There's a lot of room to grow. I think the discipline to practice well each and every day. I'm excited about where we are and we, where we can work with him every day. I don't know where he'll end up. I hate to compare him to anything. There's things he can do that are very unique. I think we're very fortunate to have New Orleans Noel. They have very similar games in terms of rim protection, blah, blah, blah. So take that for what you will. But now, earlier today... An article comes out that said that basically 
Um, there was concerns about Mitch coming out of the USA Select camp. If you guys remember, Mitchell Robinson was selected to attend the Team USA minicamp out in Las Vegas. That was two, that was 2019. Remember, I was we were all out in in, in uh, Vegas for summer league last year. That was in July, and then the the USA Select camp was in August. Now, the article from Stephen Bonney of the Daily News says that sources say that they had a hard time getting Mitch back out to Vegas, questioning questioning his commitment levels. And then ultimately, he would end up leaving Vegas with a knee injury. But that was what the quote said. It was from a random source that said they had a hard time getting him out to Vegas. But from that article now, here comes the garbage. Here comes the garbage because you have a fairly reputable account in NBA Central on Twitter. And it looks like he might have deleted it. I don't know. He might have deleted it. But basically coming out and saying that, spreading tweets that the Knicks are questioning Mitch's commitment. Which is totally untrue. And I got at him for that. Because now they're trying to slander the homie's name. We can't have that. We can't have that at all. So I'm looking for the tweet now. I don't see it. It looks like the the guy deleted it. I don't know who this guy is, but this NBA Central Twitter uh, uh, account is it's, it's a it's a very popular account. So you don't you don't want to do that, you know. You don't you don't want to do that and, and, and slander the kid's name. Now, is there question marks with him? Maybe I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know Mitch personally. I don't know his car. I can't attest to his character. So if Tibbs is saying that, you know, there's room for him to grow. I understand it. I agree with Tibbs. I I, I agree with Tibbs. And there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe they're just trying to get him hungry. Somebody said in the chat that he deleted it. Yeah, because it was garbage. You know, you can't you can't do that. Don't twist up the words to try to, you know, slander this kid's name. Don't twist up the words. And and if there's no names to the source that, that said he was so difficult to deal with, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. I'm taking it with a grain of salt. We know he has he has facets of his game that we love. And there's facets of his game that he needs to continue to work on. There's no secret there. But to say that, you know, he, he you know, has a commitment issue or, you know, something like work ethic issue. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far yet. I wouldn't go that far yet. I think people are jumping the gun. I think people are jumping the gun with the whole Nerlens thing. I think that... Um, Mitch will ultimately start. And like I told Jay from Florida yesterday, I think they're just trying to keep him motivated, keep him hungry. Yeah, maybe, you know, he, he, he's he got to keep his head on straight. Maybe he's got to get more mature. You guys got to remember, 
This kid was a, the steal of the draft two years ago. This kid was three years ago. This kid was the steal of the draft. He was a 36 pick overall. Go through that list of all the guys picked after him and let me know who was a better option there. Go through the list. He was a project. He still is. He was still a steal for what he's contributed to this team so far. And he has a ways to go. And he's and he's and he's got a ways to go. Simple and plain. But he was he was always a project coming in. You guys got to remember he didn't go to college. He went to Western Kentucky for a very short stint, never played. His godfather, Shaman Williams, was hired there as an assistant coach. He later, Shaman Williams, ends up leaving Western Kentucky. And Mitch ends up leaving as well. He left twice, actually. The first time he left, he got suspended, conduct detrimental to the team. Second time he left for good after Shaman Williams was uh was was let go. So he spent the whole year not in college, not playing professional, still got picked up by the Knicks and look what he's doing. This is his 36 pick, the number 36 pick in the draft. So all I'm saying is he has ways to go developing his game, probably developing um you know from a maturity standpoint Let's let him. Let's let it go. Let it go. Let him breathe. You know, let 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 it go and let it breathe, man. Let let the kid live. So now they said NBA Central deleted the tweet. The Knicks Nation, the Army came after him. <laughs> they came after him. Cause yeah, man, you can't you can't do that. You can't slander this kid's name like that, man. Come on. Now, yesterday I spoke about some of the areas that, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to see him improve in. Obviously, it starts with his discipline in terms of fouling, one-on-one defense, you know, holding his ground, not jumping at every pump fake or every shot attempt. Because, you know, now guys are going to start testing him. Now guys are going to start testing him if he's going to constantly be leaving his feet. So he's got to be wary of that. And not be susceptible uh, uh, to the bait. Also, durability. Can he stay healthy? Can he stay durable? You know, guys that are built like that, they keep it, uh, you know, sometimes they, they get those knickknack, ankle injuries, knee injuries, so on and so forth. Can he stay healthy? Another area, rebounding. You know, defensive rebounding for Mitch wasn't necessarily a strong point. Um, I point to an article in the Athletic Mike Vorkanoff pointed to, you know, Mitch was only in the 38th percentile in defensive rebounding percentage. So he, he's got to step that up. But conversely, you know, if you put it in context, Julius Randle was in the 80th and they shared a lot of time on the court together. So a lot of those numbers where, where you know, Mitch's numbers are deficient could be kind of skewed because Julius is also out there and Julius is a solid rebounder. So maybe there's some opportunities missed. So that's the number side. But if you look from the eye test, if you watch these games on, on a daily, like we did, you know, there was times where Mitch would be out of position on rebounds or Mitch would kind of have the ball in his hands and lose it. 
you know, lose it out of bounds or, or not be able to secure the, the ball. You know, he had a lot of trouble securing the ball a lot of times on on, uh, on, on rebounds. But that got better as the year went on. That got better. I think the Portland game, I believe, when Melo came back was the game that really stuck out because Mitch was really able to assert himself on the glass and be dominant. You know, that's what you want to see. You want to see him be dominant. Paul Quick, excellent, excellent comment because I thought about that before I went live. I would really love for Rashid to be a full-time coach or mentor for Mitchell Robinson. They had, they brought in Sheed two years ago, or was it last year? I don't remember. And and uh, I would love to see Sheed be a full-time mentor for Mitch. Let's see how Kenny works with him. See how Woodson works with him. But I would, I would love to see... Uh, I would love to see Rasheed Wallace working with Mitchell Robinson. For sure. For sure. But now, you know, I, I don't if, if you guys recall, Rasheed wasn't too thrilled with Leon Rose and World Wide West coming here. So I don't know if there's some, you know, hidden beef or whatever. But uh yeah, it doesn't I don't I wouldn't uh hang my hat on Sheed getting a job at NSG anytime soon. Well, shout out to my guys over there, Bonzi and Sheed. Let's get technical podcasts. You got to get Sheed back on the show, man. That's that's my guy. Favorite, one of my favorite players for sure. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We made it to 2,000 people in the chat. Let's go. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP from Knicks Fan TV checking in. I don't know if you guys are in here to talk Knicks or you want the beanie. Or whatever, man. But I uh, appreciate you guys rocking me on this late night tilt, man. Yeah, I saw something. People are saying that uh, Nick's, Nick's social media uh, deleted some some videos of Frank. Or some, some tweets about Frank. Posts about Frank. So, we'll see what that means in the, in the grand scheme of things. I wouldn't look into it. Then people were saying that, uh, you know, Buddy Heald was, was <laughs> you know, Buddy Heald just tweets out some side eyes during the during the John Wall and Westbrook trade. Now everybody's bringing them to the Knicks. You know, pump, pump, we got to pump the brakes. I, I don't see that happening based on how the Knicks have been disciplined this offseason. I don't see them going out and trading for that Buddy Heald contract. Ron Cleveland in the building. What's up, Ron? How you feeling, bro? Man, man, man. CP, what's going on with you, man? How you feeling, Ron? What, what's up today, bro? How you feeling, brother? Hey, hey, I'm I'm feeling good, man. I'm gonna tell you what what got me got me going, man. When when that Austin Rivers video dropped, man, I was like, I, I, I felt like Amari started my situation all over again, man. The head, the head, the head of fervor in that kid's voice, man, on how he feel about playing for us, man. I just was like. I can't believe what I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, it made, and it made so much sense, CP, that that's why the kid's contract, it wasn't about the money. You know what I mean? Because let's be real. Austin Rivers, for as long as he's been in this game, to get $3 million a year for, for each year that he plays with us for three years, a $10 million contract, that ain't no money. That's peanuts. You know what I mean? It's a steal. And so, so it really shows, man, that that dude want to be here, man. And he even said out his own mouth, he don't understand why players don't want to come to the Mecca. And I, I guarantee you, he probably had conversations with his dad, and his dad probably told him what it's like to play in New York. 
what it's like to play when New York is winning. Probably told him, hey, it ain't nothing better. It ain't nothing else out there. Like, and, he, and he heard the stories, man. So, you know, that off the river signing, man, hey, I, I love it. I love that move. And, uh, you know, the Russell Westbrook thing, man. You know I was on board with wanting him. But, hey, he, he, he down there in Washington. Washington going to look going to look good. But I tell you this, Houston was a fool. Because there ain't no way I would have uh, made that trade for a player who ain't played in two years. Yeah, big time gamble. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So with that, and I touch on that Mitch stuff just briefly. You know, the only the only thing I got to say about that CP is the kid is young. You know what I mean? You know, so if if any of this stuff is true, I, I'm talking that stuff up to youth, man. And, and just like you said, the kid ain't the kid just started playing balls just not too long ago, so he ain't really been in no structured environment. And and we know Fisdale ain't had no structure, so. So you know he gonna get that with Tibbs, and I just think I just think with Tibbs, Tibbs just trying to keep everybody on pins and needles. He's trying to keep them honest. Let everybody know they ain't safe. So that's that's yeah. my point on that, man. Hey, and I'm out. All right, peace, peace, Ron, peace. Yeah, you know, listen on the Rivers thing. Obviously, um, you know, it, it's not to hype up his addition to this team. He's a role player. At the end of the day, he's still gonna be a role player. Uh, but at the end of the day. You want to bring guys in here that one want to be here, and two that's gonna compete. That's all you could ask for. This is this is a Marcus Morris type of deal. This is a Marcus Morris type of deal, and and yeah, I, I think that that's what that's all the the Rivers thing is. I, I think people in the chat uh, are kind of overreacting to the reaction. You know, it's not about wins and losses. It's just about uh, having a player that embraces playing here. That's it, simple and plain. Nothing more, nothing less. And again, like you said with the Mitch thing, I, I agree. It's just, it's just a matter of getting him to mature a little bit. He's just, he's just getting started in the game, so we just got to pump the brakes a little bit on, on, on this. Facts. Tiger Sauce is when does the regular season schedule drop? I would assume by tomorrow. You know, the Christmas Day schedule has already leaked, so I would assume by tomorrow uh, we'll have the, the schedule drop. So. We'll see how that goes. And uh, don't forget, for those of you in the chat, Alan Hahn, MSG Networks, ESPN Radio will be with us. Han Solo making his second appearance on Knicks Fan TV for an annual season preview. So don't miss it. Do not miss the Alan Hahn show. That's going to be very entertaining. And we'll talk to him about Mitch. We'll talk to him about the Mitch situation and see uh, what he thinks from an insider perspective. See what's going on. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. 2,300. Let's get it. 552 likes. This beanie is staying home with the kid. If we don't get up to 1,000, let's go. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, Dave, if you're listening, let's get a uh, let's get the, the form, the sign-up form ready in the event we get there. And and let, let's, let's do it. All right. Let's go. Esto. Esto, what's going on, man? Yup, 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 yup. Esto, turn turn your volume down, brother. Turn it down. How bad you can hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loud and clear, bro. Go ahead with your point. Go ahead with your point. Yeah, my bad. Yo, nah, good stuff. Love the show, man. Yo, I just want to say we got to get it through our heads right now. 
that it's not about all the ideas and the preconceived notions that we've had. Like, you know, as kids, we've been going through it all these years and trying to, like, you know, keep the faith. But at the end of the day, we got a, a coach right now and, and a whole staff. They got a system. I mean, and we got to respect the process. Because I feel like too much of, of, like, what people are saying, but they are, you know, like, I, I know I got my own ideas for a science, a starting five and all that. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's up to this this, um, this this training camp that's about to go down. I mean? Yeah. And and, and, and I respect what happens at training camp. Like, I, want, I might want a young lineup. Like, I got an idea of a whole young lineup I'd like to see out there. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if it's all the straight up, and it's not even like we got older people. Like you said before, the oldest one is 29, 28. I mean? Yeah. If we just had the the ones who's who's not on their second year or their first year in the league playing, I wouldn't even be mad at that because that would mean that these other dudes would have to uh, win their spot. I mean, but at the end of the day, what I don't want is I don't want us trying to backseat drive to stopping this process from happening. You know what I mean, I, I'm a hundred percent like I want them to go all out for for the um for the training camp. And the way I'm seeing it is there's a system right now, and everybody's new. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, we're not a winning team. We have a new coach. We have a bunch of new players. And we're going to be filling roles to that system. I mean, so I, I ain't going to keep on repeating myself, but I think that's, that's the bottom line right now. I got you. And pre- appreciate the call, man. I got you. Yeah, listen, they they, they have a plan. They're going to stick to it. And, and what Tibbs is saying is that it's going to be earned. Young Young guys are not going to be given anything. And again, that's on the Austin Rivers thing. His his spot is is solidified. You can you can believe that. You know, Austin Rivers' spot is solidified. So if you Frank, if you DSJ, if you Kevin Knox, I keep telling you, they're gonna be on the fringe. They're gonna have to step their game up if they want to see some court time. They're gonna have to step their game up if they want to see some court time. So let's see how they respond, man. It's gonna be a dog eat dog camp, as you said. It's gonna be a dog eat dog camp. I know my guy RJ is gonna be ready. So, let's go. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on the feed, boys. I saw a ton of Super Chats come in. Let me acknowledge those. Likes are going up. People want to get in on the beanie action. Salute to Alan Berman. Since the biggest winner in the Russ Wall trade is the Knicks. (laughs) All that's left to do is find a home for Julius. King of the spin, Randall. Can't go into the year with (laughs) that. With Randall taking Obi's minutes. I think you're going to see that, but we'll see what happens over the over the course of the year. Sir Kraft says, my guy CP, keep us Knicks fans on point at all times, no matter the time. It doesn't matter. Late night tilt. You know, sometimes you want to come on early, but life happens, man. You can't, can't always uh, get to it, but uh, appreciate everybody's support, man. 2,300 in the chat. Let's get those likes up. 1,000 for the giveaway. It's cold outside, man. Michael Parker says he likes to trade for both teams. I think Houston will be sneaky good with Wall in the lineup, provided he's at least 90%. Salute. Salute my guy, Michael Parker. It's going to be interesting, man. I, I, You know, John Wall hasn't played in two years, man. Has not played in two years. Uh, how, do, how does he and Harden mesh? It's going to be, I, I don't know. I can't call it. I, you got to see what he looks like. You got to see what he looks like. I have no idea what he looks like. Can't go off to that one workout video. Uh, in, in Miami, you just got to see how how he really looks. Who else we got in the chat? We got Quiet Money in the chat. What's good? 
Sipping a little vino tonight, you know what I mean? Nightcap, what's good? So my OG, Chuck D. Chuck D hit me up. He's he's anxious for training camp. He's ready for that. Uh, he, he's ready for that Alan Hahn show tomorrow. So let's go. Looking forward to that. Alan Hahn, stand-up guy, man. Always uh, supporting us. Definitely appreciate it. Who else? They had Alec Burks and they had um, Peyton on the media day, but they didn't really say much. That was uh, worth talking about, so not much to say there. Kind of just PC canned answers, so, you know, not not much to talk about with Peyton and Burks, but they also went at today's media day, so we'll see who tomorrow, um, see who's going tomorrow. Fugazi, fight out Super Chat, appreciate it. Salute to Tim Thomas on the Fugazi tip. Paul Niele says it's cold in Florida, he needs that beanie. Salute to everybody in Florida, man. Salute my guy Frank Matos as well, man, out in Florida. JC sends a super chat. Appreciate you, JC. Trellis Stepter. Thank you, Trellis. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. Who else we got? James Moore says, Austin's honesty is appreciated and proven how shallow the league is. It's not us, it's them. Go New York. Peace. Yeah, he kept it 100. Kept it 100. And like I said, I like, you know, I like the fact that uh, with Austin, you know, he, he's played me- some meaningful games for a while now. So, again, he's battle-tested. I think he could have some influence on some of these younger players from that standpoint and also help play well, you know, make proper decisions and, and go out there. He's not going to shoot the lights out the gym. You know, his, his numbers are just about average. From three. But I, I think he's a guy that can raise his game. Michael Contest, love your channel. Keep doing your thing. You belong on TV. This is TV. This is Knicks fan TV. <laughs> hey, this is the wave, man. We right here. As long as the fans continue to support, we could we could do anything. We can create this. You know what I mean? If you think about it, think about some of the guests that we've had on the show. These guys can't do that. You know, certain guys that we've had on can't go on another guy's show or can't go on this show because of contractual obligations. We kind of have the flexibility, man. So I kind of like where we are. Like I said, as long as the fans continue to support, we'll, we'll be okay. Robert Paris says some Knicks best kept best keep their bags packed. <laughs> yeah, Tibbs is getting serious as, as uh as we get closer to the to the season. I told you all that minicamp talk is going out the window. Minicamp, everybody was saying, oh, DSJ, oh, Frank, oh, they're going to get playing time. All right. That was before the draft and free agency. Now it's time to, to put up a shutout. Kurt Cobain says, I like that Austin interview. Gives hope. Gives me some hope. So to Kurt Cobain. On the Rivers thing, we'll see. You know, he, he's here on a one-year guarantee of a three-year deal. And we'll see. I think, again, if he plays well, there's going to be teams that want him at the deadline. I think there's going to be teams that want him at the deadline. So I, I think Rivers could could be a guy that you can flip. And that's not a bad thing. That That's not a bad thing, you know. In terms of him and Doc, you know, I'm not so sure uh, how strong their relationship was. And that was another thing, you know, when when my guy Dan from Long Island was saying, you know, he's, he's a spoiled coach's kid and stuff like that. I'm not sure how close... 
Austin and, and Doc really are. So because as Austin said in, in the uh in the Media Day interview, uh he, him and Doc didn't even live together. Him him and Doc didn't even live together. So, you know. We'll 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 uh we'll see what happens with Austin Rivers, man. Jose from Tampa, Jose, what's going on, man? Jose going once. Jose, Jose. Jose, Jose. All right. Lost Jose. Let's go to um, Tribeca. Edwin, what's going on? What's going on, CP? I want to bring up the uh, Tom Thibodeau interview and a little bit of what uh, um, I want you to go back and check out. Uh, Peyton's uh, interview and listen to it again because he said that if they wasn't if they if he if when they let him go he wasn't concerned about them bringing him back and I want to bring up the point credit because you did say that there was a strong possibility they bring him back which leads me to the point that they kind of knew if they struck out that they would have Peyton in the lineup again and I believe that with that move it kind of like set the tone already with the Mitchell Robinson situation too as well because he doesn't want to touch any bases and rough any feathers when it comes to the assistant coaches and stuff like that. But I do believe CPU was right on point with that situation. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that going this, this, this training camp and this game we got with the Pistons, I do believe that the Knicks are doing the right thing. And I just wanted to say a uh, great uh, spot you had on uh, WFAN. Keep doing your work, buddy. Appreciate it. I'll hang up and listen. Appreciate it, bro. Def- definitely appreciate it. Yeah, if you guys missed it, uh, I was on um, WFAN, the Bank Shop podcast. Salute to my guy, John Smelk, a uh, friend of the program. He's been on this show as well. Also covers the Giants. Big fan of his. And, uh, yeah, so we did that podcast yesterday, and it was real, real good. That was that was before I came on yesterday. So, TM, if you have that link to the WFAN uh, podcast, please post it on in the chat so the people can view it. I also posted it on the community tab uh, on my channel, so you guys can check it out there. But it was a great conversation. We talked about the draft, recap free agency, the, the team's uh, strategic direction going forward. It was a very... Very insightful conversation that we had. So, uh, great, great, uh, great time with John. Yeah, Peyton. Hey, I told you guys. See, don't don't be surprised if he wasn't if he wasn't brought back. And you know, Perman did ask Peyton. He said, "You know, how do you feel about all the talk that the Knicks need to upgrade at point guard despite banging you back?" And Peyton said, "You know, I'm not really worried about it. Not really worried about it. I don't pay attention to it." You know, typical answers, typical answers from Peyton. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, I do think you're looking at your starting point guard going in opening night. I don't see, um, unless, it it won't be Frank or DSJ. I don't think that. If they don't go Peyton to start, maybe they go with the hybrid to try to get better spacing. Like I said, maybe they go Burks. I don't know. Quickly. Long shot, who knows? But if if Peyton's not the starter, I don't think it'll be Frank or DSJ. It'll be that hybrid, or they're just gonna go Peyton. I I, I like Peyton's chances there. I, I definitely like Peyton's chances there. So, 
Um, yeah, that, that's that's Alfred, man. That's Alfred for you guys. Uh, let's see, is, is Jose from Tampa back? Jose, Jose, what's going on, bro? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Good, bro. What's going on? Hey. Oh, um, I'm really excited for the season coming up. Um, um, all the noise of, you know, we haven't improved the team. That's a whole bunch of crap. But we kind of buy it because it's so, so, so many haters out there. But, you know, if you look at the team, like, you look at the five new guys that I really like, near Norris, Nerland Norris, the two rookies, uh, Alec Burks and Austin Rivers. These are five guys that are going to make us better. And they're not fancy uh, acquisitions, but they're going to make us better. And I, I love Austin Rivers signing. I think he... I saw. I started looking at, at, at his highlights. I'm like, wow, this guy had a lot of tricks, which is something that um, RJ could benefit from playing with him, and 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 playing with. I I would like to see him play with uh, uh, Alec Burks, Austin Rivers, and and uh, and RJ as a as a lineup. Yeah. Um, not necessarily in a game, but in practice, I think RJ could like be moved to the point and he will benefit from being alongside those guys. Uh, I don't know what you think. Yeah, I mentioned it, you know, I mentioned it yes I, I mentioned it yesterday and thanks for the call, Jose. Thanks for calling in. I, I did mention it yesterday that uh I I would like to see some hybrid lineups with RJ, with Burks, with Rivers, you know, uh helping them spread the floor a little bit. With Rivers you like the fact that you just have another guy that can create for himself in a half court, man. It's just didn't have that a lot of that last year. This is why Marcus Morris was such an integral part of this team last year because he could get his own shot off, and and that's what allowed him to succeed and excel and get us a first round pick. Emmanuel quickly being here, so you know I, I think having that guy out there that that can really um, help you in the half court is good, as long as they they continue to move the ball around. And, and that was another issue is that you didn't have enough ball movement in those lineups with Morris, with Randall, with RJ, with Peyton in there, you know, it, it kind of stuck around. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I like Austin and, and, and Burke's additions to this lineup. I still think they're going to struggle, but you know, hopefully they're, they're a little bit, uh, there's a little bit better chemistry now, you know, the thing is, is that we want to make sure that they can even play these games they said today that they tested uh, 500 and some odd players for COVID and 40 some odd players came down positive. I know the Warriors had an issue. 48 players tested positive for COVID. I know the Warriors themselves had about four players that tested positive. So this is going to be the interesting thing, you know, without a bubble and them traveling, they're not doing the division heavy schedule. They're going to be traveling, and we'll see if if they could even get this season, you know, completed in in a, in a timely manner. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see what, what's 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 going on, man. We'll we'll see what's going on. So, to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. How many likes we got? Seven ninety four. We got 794. If we can get to 1,000, we will give 
the uh we'll give the beanies away and 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 uh get some winners in here man let's take a couple more calls before we wrap alan Hahn tomorrow night don't forget let's go to harlem world wyme what's going on is it is it wyme how, how you pronounce your name it's why me what up cp why me what's going on bro how you doing bro What's good, man? Everything is love, bro. Salute to the chat. Salute to Knicks Fan TV, Jay Ellis, everybody. Know the vibes. I just wanted to talk about the comments that Tib said about Mitch today. It, it don't sound like he's too high on him, but I think that he does see the potential in him. He wants to challenge him. Like, these young guys yeah. definitely have to step it up and get more professional, more serious about their craft. All of those things that's going to get them on the court, you know, have them be legends and things like that. Um, Austin Rivers is definitely the vet on the team. Burke is definitely the vet on the team. So I, I believe that Heat Tips is going to use them to motivate the guys. And definitely Austin Rivers and RJ got a bond because that's Duke Blue Devils right there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Kentucky guys on the team. So it's going it's to be a lot of unity, familiarity with how they coaches. Brought them up and things like that. I think Austin Rivers is actually going to be like the linchpin to keep all them young guys together and maybe run that point guard position for the for a, a good portion of the season. And then, it, you know, they'll probably get Alfred Payton and them all around him and, and things like that. But at the end of the day, I think it's all about them young guys improving, stepping up, getting more serious about their craft, bringing, bringing some respectability back to New York. Julius. Everybody want him out, but I think he's he just stays based off his ability. So I don't, I don't know about Julius. I'm not big with the with the contracts and all that stuff, but that's my main point. These young guys got to step it up, and I think Frank is going to be good because he plays good defense on the ball. So I think Tibbs likes him. Facts. So that's it, man. Respect, well, yo. Respect, well, I mean Respect, bro. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on all the on the all the points you made. I, I think the Mitch talk is just a, a lot to to get him motivated. You know. It seems like with RJ, you don't really have to do that. Maybe with Obi, you don't have to do that. But some guys, every every guy is going to be coached differently. You know what I mean? Some guys, some guys are going to be coached with the kick gloves. Other guys, not so much. Maybe a bit more stern. Everybody's going to be coached differently. And hopefully Tibbs, Tibbs knows that. He's a veteran. But especially the way that things didn't go so well in Minnesota with Towns and Wiggins, I think he has to be very careful. Uh, in in how he's coaching these kids, but you know it's going to be different per per person because everybody you know is not as receptible to one style or another. So I think with Mitch, it's just going to be tough love. It's just going to be tough love for Randall. Like I, like I've been saying, I think he's here for now, and while he is here for now, they're going to use him, and they're going to go use him a lot. You know, he's a bit, he's he's your most reliable player on the team. There's no reason why they're just going to sit him on the bench. They need him. <laughs> They need him. They will be embarrassed without him until Obi establishes himself. So, looking forward to that. All right, let's um, let's wrap it. Jay from Florida, my guy. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good, my brother. Hey, I want y'all to hit that like button, run it up, because you gotta understand. People listen to all these podcasts online. These podcasts don't let us talk and, vo- and voice our opinions about our team. So we got to show my man CP, Big Fan TV, love. Hit that thumbs Every up button for your boys. likes. We should have 100,000 subscriptions. We got to give, we got to empower our man because he give us power to get on here and talk. So run it up. Hey, shout out to my man Ari. You know, today I wasn't feeling 
like calling in, but you know, I'd be saying that, but I had to call in. Mm-hmm. Austin Rivers is probably the best interview we've had over the last five years. Randall hasn't had an interview that was inspiring like that in the whole time he's been a Nick. Every time Randall speaks, it's monotone. He says nothing. He 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 doesn't bring the team together. He's he's no vet. So I'm happy Austin is there to kind of to to drum together some togetherness and 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 verbalize eloquently a plan for the team and and what the Knicks stand for. So I respect that. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully he got a future with the team. He sticks around in some kind of leadership form. Yeah. CP, I'm telling you, with this whole Mitch thing, bro, he might be trying to motivate him. But if you show, if if you look at what JB on Twitter said today about Jeff Van Gundy when Mitch is on the mm-hmm. Team USA, he mm-hmm. showed up to Team USA practice late. Van Gundy wasn't feeling that. Van Gundy and Tiz is like tight. So I don't know, man. Mitch might be getting a bad rap with Tiz, bro. Like I said, he didn't show up the second half of the OTA, the, the little the little camp. It might be a little problem with Tibbs and, and Mitch. Like you, like you mentioned, it might be just water under the bridge, but, you know, Mitch got to step it up, man. He got to step it's it up. It's his money year. He got to make sure that he's on point. He get a long-term contract for his little girl and his family, and he bring his team to the forefront. And the way Austin and, and Tim is talking about Obi, Obi might be the superstar, yeah. right? Because, you know, Austin played with, with Blake. Austin is saying that he he never seen an athlete like this. That's a good sign, bro. Anyway, mm-hmm. take it easy. I'm out. Appreciate you, my bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. You know, the, the Mitch thing is, is going to be interesting. Um, let's see how all this plays out with, with Mitch. You know, what's also going to be interesting is that the fact that they do have OB and the fact that they have RJ, when you look towards the future, it's going to be interesting to see how, how they prioritize these guys. A couple episodes back, we talked about what is that true value for Mitch in terms of contract? What is that value? I think both sides are will be keen to wait it out, the whole thing. They Both sides will want to wait this thing out to see what the market, uh, you know, holds for Mitch. And I think that's the right way to go. You don't want to lock him up too early. I think you wait. And if he's truly worth it, you pay him the money, you go over the salary cap, whatever you have to do, depending on where the, the team is, and you go for it. I'm 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 hearing some rumblings with with I'm hearing some rumblings. I'm not sure. Um, somebody just hit me. I gotta call somebody after this. I don't know. Let, let me see what's going on. I see people in the chat talking about Frank Stall. Let me see what let me see see what's happening. And uh, yeah, great job, man. Great job to all the mods once again. Um. Shout out to Team Hashtag New Who we got in here for Team Hashtag New Shout out to you guys Who we got Let me just shout out a couple people for me right? um, Mason Verdicchio Not new Shalhoub Mason Eric Parazza Nate Aiken Salute to you Kevin Pryor Great show Great show Kevin Appreciate it V Dozen TV Appreciate it Paint said it was rigged. Uh, no, no frozen envelopes, man. Just, just a random draw. Got to be in it to win it. There will be more chances to win. We got a ton more gear, ton of opportunities to win. We got games that that we're gonna be playing over the course of the season. It's gonna be a long season, so we're gonna keep this thing fresh, keep this thing hot for the fans. Make sure you guys tune in. Number one show for the fan by the fans. Sin Nix hashtag new. Neon Knights. Travi Trav. 
Sergeant Booty Buckets. Hashtag vet. That's just a funny name. Nathaniel Fazilov. Don Dada. Wagwan. Mino220. What's going on? Elijah Jet One Dice Reel. Great job. Great, great show, everybody. See you guys tomorrow night. Alan Han, Han Solo, 9 p.m. CPJ Ellis. Do not miss. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.